Halleck. Welcome to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jason Salmon on the line, and he's Senior Vice President and Managing Director of Research over at K Properties and Investments. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam, and I appreciate being here. All right, so uh, I'm excited to get into this topic. So we're going to talk about the benefits of the Delaware Statutory Trust. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into what you're doing over at K Properties and Investments. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so our company, uh, as generally speaking, we do private equity real estate. So we're helping high net worth investors uh, invest in fairly sizable real estate deals. And it happens that in most cases, we're working through the Delaware Statutory Trust structure, which we're going to talk about a little bit more later, and 1031 exchanges. So people that are looking uh, to conduct tax-deferred exchange, if they are investors of real estate and are looking to potentially defer taxes by doing a like-kind exchange. That's a huge part of our business. So I'd say private equity real estate at the top level and then drilling down within that a lot of 1031 exchanges and by which the vehicle predominantly is the Delaware Statutory Trust. So, Jason, um, at the end of this, I'm going to give you an opportunity to leave your website and or any kind of information so that our listeners can connect with uh, you or your team. Um, that being said, what are typically the right type of clients um, that are a good fit to work with your company? Well, to invest in these types of uh, real estate offerings, one must be either an accredited investor or an accredited entity. And... By that, it really, there's a standard by which, you know, they're high net worth, uh, uh, to be accredited, uh, or through income. And as long as, uh, you know, those criteria are met, then, you know, it would really just be a matter of wanting to invest fractionally in a real estate deal for a cash, direct cash investment. Or if there is a motivation to do a tax deferred 1031 exchange and looking for like kind property, but not wanting to be hands on, uh, you know, just kind of sick and tired of chasing tenants around or being an asset manager and having to deal with the market ebb and flow over time uh, and wanting to diversify and have professional, you know, management in fairly sizable deals. So I think those are the incentives uh, for wanting to participate in these types of real estate investments. That's awesome. Um, let's uh, let's get to today's topic. So, the benefits of a Delaware Statutory Trust. I mean, where do you want to start with that one? Well, I mean, the Delaware Statutory Trust, in and of itself, has been around. It's a trust, just like in any other type of entity, and it's been around for decades. Uh, just like the 1031 Exchange has been around for decades. But where the two kind of matched up, met up was in 2004, where there was a revenue ruling called 2004-86, where the Delaware Statutory Trust structure of ownership allowed for fractional ownership through that structure of real estate and it be eligible for 1031 exchange in and 1031 exchange out. So that's really kind of the, a, a big deal and it opened things up for people like we talked about a few minutes ago that just didn't want to have to keep doing it themselves and or 
might have to buy replacement property where they might have all their eggs in one basket and just wanted to find a way to have diversification. So the Delaware Statutory Trust is a structure by which asset managers, companies that are very sizable, uh, go out and buy real estate with their money and then make it available for investors. And so, again, kind of the lay of the land is our company, we don't go out and buy real estate. We're not managing it. We work with several dozen companies that are doing just that. The smaller companies we work with have hundreds of millions of dollars of assets under management. The larger companies we work with have billions and billions. And so they don't take people's money and then go out and buy the real estate. That's one of the really important distinctions of the Delaware Statutory Trust as it relates to the 1031 exchange because the 1031 exchange, there's a very specific timeline for identifying and then closing on replacement property, and that can be difficult. So these companies that we work with are going out, they're buying uh, fairly sizable real estate deals in various asset classes, could be multifamily of varying degrees of uh, what class it might be uh, considered, new or newer, a little bit older, a little fix-up. Uh, could be net lease real estate, single-tenant net lease, triple net real estate and otherwise. Could be a lot of healthcare-related real estate these days, self-storage, and other asset classes. Um, obviously, distribution model is pretty big in this day and age, so we see that as well. And so they're going out, and they're buying this real estate with their money. Then they'll come to our company and there will be a due diligence process to determine if there's even a comfort level of offering their real estate deals to our clients. And if it fails, we don't offer it. If it passes, then it becomes one of many that could indeed be something that we would offer to our clients for 1031 exchange or direct cash investments. So if somebody sells a condo or a rental house for 300000 they could go into a deal or two or three deals uh, if they wanted to for diversification. Likewise, somebody sells something for $3 million, likewise. Somebody sells something for $30 million, just the same. So it's a chance to diversify, to have professional management, and figure out together a solution that makes sense for them. That's my job. My job is not to just say, here's DSTs and you're investing in a bucket of properties. It's to find the right properties and the right real estate deals for that client with respect for their situation. And if it's for 1031 exchange, they'll probably be a lot more passive than they had been leading up to that point. So the Delaware Statutory Trust, a 1031 vehicle, and ultimately when the, the real estate deal sells over time, uh, you know, whatever it may be, it could be three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, the investors in that real estate deal have the opportunity to once again, if they went in that way, to do a 1031 exchange. So uh, really flexible. And a lot of times when people have done it for 1031, they might choose to be a cash investor. Some people choose to be a cash investor ahead of their 1031 exchange. And some people uh, just think, hey, I don't want to have to manage your own. I don't want to do it myself. I like this platform. I like how it looks. And I want to be a cash investor. Um, you know, with our company. 
No, it makes total sense. And I mean, that whole thought process of um, one, two things. Number one, the diversification side is key. I mean, because uh, especially cause sometimes somebody's been holding a property for a long time earlier in their career. Maybe they had a property 30 years or something. And now they're retiring or they're done with that or they, and they're, you know, they want to slow down a little bit, but it's not necessarily going to make, they may be a little bit more rest, risk averse and it's not going to make sense for them to necessarily to take that entire nest egg and to invest it just in that one and another sizable property that that they maybe aren't willing to or wanting to handle anymore. So I see that with this as a transition in life for a lot of people being a benefit. Um, so that's huge. And number two is going out and sourcing the deal. You know, that the 1031 exchange. I mean, it's a it's a great great thing to do. But if you don't have that other deal lined up, then you're kind of you're kind of um, you're kind of playing with fire there. And you might be at the end trying to to complete a deal that maybe doesn't make the most sense, but it's just because you want that tax benefit. Yeah, I mean. Hey, notwithstanding, the Delaware Statutory Trust in some cases could be used to some degree as uh, as a backup. I mean, there's nuance mm-hmm. to that. Somebody would, you know, I'd have to have dialogue with them about timing, availability, and things like that. But I've seen it plenty, and I've seen it, you know, work out as, you know, maybe just, um, you know, again, kind of a, a cushion for somebody with respect for identification. And I've seen it come in really, really handy. And some people, if they you know, understand the features and the benefits, but also the risks, which are always there, um, and they have a comfort level, you know, sometimes they think, all right, well, you know, we thought about this going in one way, and now we're looking mm-hmm. in a little different way, and, you know, we didn't know about it before. Our CPA didn't know about it before. It's not unusual for that to be the case because it's, you know, this is a very specialized niche of commercial real estate investing, but it is a multi-billion dollar industry annually, to be sure, at this point in time. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a matter of comfort level. For those that want to be hands-on all the way through, it's probably not for them. But if people are ultimately comfortable with diversification and being passive, this could be, you know, just what they were looking for all along. But time always tells. But, yeah, certainly it could come in handy, and especially with respect for the 1031 exchange, like you just alluded to, um, you know, could be the right thing at the right time. Fantastic. Well, Jason, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Cape Properties and Investments um, or to connect with you and your team, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, anybody's welcome to email me. My email address is jason at kpi1031.com, J-A-S-O-N at kpi1031.com, and I'll be happy to, you know, eventually maybe grab a, a phone call and kind of chat about the situation and see if we might be able to give some education, and if it makes sense, wonderful, and if not, not. Our website is kpi1031.com, so I welcome anybody that might be interested in more information, and I really appreciate uh, the time that we were able to spend today, Adam. So it's always good to be able to let people know about this often uh, little-known area of commercial real estate investing and 1031 exchange. Fantastic. Well, really appreciate you coming on the show today. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of things and projects you're working on. And Jason, thanks again for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.